Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I'm standing behind a bar with two members of Colorado. I would love you guys each to introduce yourselves. My name is Dean Baxter of Colorado. Dean, what do you do in this band called Colorado? I play the bass guitar. Hey, I'm Jake, also of the band Colorado, and I play the drums. I'm assuming you're going to ask that same, you know, the line of questioning is going to be the same for both of us. So I just sort of preemptively answered that one. Safe assumption. Right now, you guys are sipping on two coffees. You went and got a snack. I'd love you to tell me what you're snacking on. Uh, right now, I got an overpriced, oversized Rice Krispie ball with a <laughs> few chocolate chips kind of peppered in through it. Doesn't really add a whole lot to the flavor. What do you What are you drinking there? I see you got an iced beverage as well. I went for the iced latte. It's always a regret of mine going for the iced latte but it's appealing. Let's start with a song. What song do you think I'm going to pick to play? Something from 111 Songs? No. No. Is it one of our songs even? It is a Colorado song, yes. Juliet? No, I'm going to play Pick Me Up. Okay, right on.
show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Pick Me Up. That's by a band called Colorado. I'm standing in a parking lot with the band, and behind us, a family is getting out of their minivan. But I would love it if you guys could say a few more words about this track. I can't really remember how that one came together. That second record was a bit of a blur. The producer kind of told us, just be yourselves, do do exactly what you want to do. Just be Colorado. We, we weren't given a ton of guidance, and we just kind of, like, out of jamming 12 hours a day and a lot of drinking, came up with a lot of the material. I don't know. Yeah. Nick Nick had the main riff that you just heard in that song. Uh, it took us all a week to learn it, and then we did it, and then that was the song. I also don't remember much about it. It was a long time ago-ish. We'll, we'll stick with it was a long time ago, and not that I drink a lot. I have a follow-up question. When you guys are writing songs and drinking a lot, does what you're drinking influence the end product? Uh, yeah. I mean, what being how much, or... It, no, it depends. Like, you know, you can drink some and get creative and we'll follow something down a certain path that you wouldn't before. It's like any drug. I, th- I think I just realized why our music is so eclectic. Because we just kind of drink everything. Not, I'm not suggesting that people overindulge in alcohol. I'm just saying we're all connoisseurs of... You're suggesting, you're suggesting that our music is it's eclectic. eclectic. Our music is eclectic, and so is our taste in beverages, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. We're not just drinking alcohol all the time. So, just to continue on with this line of thought, if Colorado drank just vodka and wrote one record, and then just drank craft beer for the next record what variations do you think you'd find i think they would both be bad <laughs> yeah that doesn't sound like a good project not one anyone would want to listen to i think the just vodka record the just vodka record would be hard to get done it'd be hard to even finish an album under that sort of a working environment now the craft beer the only craft beer record might be okay there's some great canadian craft beers too some good ones in Vancouver, right? Where you're from? Granville Island's my Granville go-to. Island. Yeah, the Granville Island stuff is all good. And there's like, what, like five or six flavors of that beer? There is, but people want to know about Colorado and the beers that they like. <laughs> there's a lot of great Ontario craft beers. I mean, we live in the province of Ontario these days, and there's like, I mean, what's it called? The Muskoka brewery stuff is really good. Uh, Dean, other? I like the Bone Shaker IPA that is out of Ontario. It's a great beer, and if you ever have a chance to take a drink of that you should that's an ontario beer and it's great nice thanks for that guys <laughs> the first time that i saw Colorado was during your first arena show it was opening for billy talent so for people who don't know in one sentence who or what is billy talent billy talent is a rock and roll punk rock band from toronto canada that have, they've been around for a long time and they make really good music they're really nice guys yeah So I'd love to get you guys to talk about what it's like going from being a band that plays in a club to being a band that plays in an arena. Well, Scott, do you remember what happened at the end of that show with Menno's guitar? Yes. Didn't it break? No. Well, at that show, at that point in time in a lot of our our touring to kind of end the show, Menno would throw his guitar in the air as high as he possibly could. So when you're playing like theaters or clubs, the ceiling's maybe 20, 25 feet. But when you're playing in an arena, the ceiling is like, I don't know, hundreds. So at the end of that show, he threw his guitar up, his, his Stratocaster, up into the air. And when he looked up, there was one of the stadium lights that just shone right into his eyes. He totally lost where the guitar was, and it came back down and hit him. Uh, in the face, I think. And that was like, 
kind of all of it, we all sort of like huddled up after that show and it was maybe a bit unspoken but it was kind of like oh we have to do things a little bit differently for the arena shit like this is not the same thing as clubs and theaters and that that was kind of like a metaphor for the fact that it's like a bigger scale and we need to kind of figure it out when i saw you guys open up for billy talent in the stadium when i was backstage i saw billy talent skateboarding all around the backstage area what would i've seen colorado doing in that big empty open space well those guys organized hockey games they had like floor hockey games every day in the middle of like where the ice would be in the arenas and we got in on some of those and that was a that was a lot of fun but i don't know what we would choose to do dean what would we choose to do badminton game of men Hey, my name is Dean from Colorado, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood.
The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard a song called Firefly by a band called Colorado. We're in a parking lot, and yeah, that's a minivan with a family in the background. Which you also <laughs> just heard. You heard that, too. Well, yes, heard- I did, Dean. This yeah. is Dean from Colorado, and he's going to tell us a little bit more about this song. Um, it took us a little... It went through... If you go... This is a great way to start talking about something is repeating it four times um and saying long ums yeah yeah it's great radio etiquette so you guys want to talk more about 111 songs so how about one of you tell me the story behind this record uh the story begins with trying to drum up support for white paint we offered anybody who bought that record online in a bundle we'd give them a custom song so White Paint was a more traditional release that came out in 2013. That's correct. So it was a more traditional release, and we wanted to drum up support for that record in our fans and new fans and whatever, and who doesn't like a custom song? I don't know. Never really heard of a custom song before that, so maybe not a lot of people like that. <laughs> and then... Uh, we kind of thought, we, we thought we were going to do it in about six months, but between touring one band member's apartment burning down and another band member uh, having and surviving cancer... We sort of got uh, off track a little bit, and basically two years later, we finally finished the 111 custom songs for the 111 customers that had uh, purchased them during the white paint pre-order. And you released it, so that record was like five hours long. Yeah. I have not listened to the whole thing. I've listened to good chunks in a row. I don't think I've listened to the whole thing in a row yet, though. Dean? There's good chunks. I don't know if I've made it through all of them. One thing I love about Colorado is that you guys, with your promotions, you always do something interesting and new for every project. How do you guys come up with these ideas? Because every record has been something crazy and weird and wonderful. I think it really starts with, like, oh, wouldn't it be crazy if... And then everybody goes, like, yeah, that would be crazy. And then everyone kind of goes, like, well, why not? And then, while doing the crazy thing, we learn some of the reasons why not. Because some of the interesting marketing ideas are a little bit difficult uh, in terms of their labor intensiveness. You guys, you put out your first record in 2009. White Paint came out in 2013. So that's, you know, two regular records with, let's say, 12 songs on them. And that was three, four years apart. Now you do 110 songs in a very short, well, a shorter time period. I mean, this is a little bit presumptuous, but I think everybody else in the band would agree that our relationships between the four of us are even stronger for having gone through, you know, making a creative project that lasts a year and you're working on it literally every day with each other. I I think we're stronger as like a team and a family for having done that. All right. You guys are writing your next record right now. Are you already thinking of the next thing you're going to do that's wacky and weird and strange to promote the record? Oh, yeah. It's gonna, we're going to melt brains. It's going to be crazy. You've never seen a band do what we're going to do. It's not going to be in a plastic bag. It's not going to have paint on it. And it's not going to be more than, like, 12 songs. So those things are – we're never doing any of those things again. <laughs> Safe answer. All right, guys, I would love to play one of your older tracks. Let's play a track off Record in a Bag, your first record. I'll let you guys pick which one you would like me to play. Don't remember what's on that one. Riverside doesn't get enough love. Oh, yeah. No one listens to Riverside, including us, so... So, Yeah, a song called Riverside. I think it's basically about the town that we grew up in and kind of like lazy summer days that I'm sure a lot of people in Canada are having right now. Will this this air in the summertime? No. No. So it's a nice fall song. (laughs) Riverside's a great song for the fall. 
It's all about sitting by the river and watching the leaves as they change color and start to fall. show this is scott wood your host you just heard a song called riverside by a band called Colorado off their very first record record in a bag they were talking about how the song is about a nice summer day which is exactly what these guys were having were having before i roped them into this interview but guys how would you like to tell me a bit more about this track uh dean <laughs> my yeah i'm just kind of trying to skim through the lyrics in my head to pick out what it's about was it about anything burning down? <laughs> Manatic. Manatic. As a skateboarder. Probably, there's probably... The chorus is in an odd time signature, and for anyone who really cares about rhythm and music, they'll know what that means. You're talking to the rhythm section right now, <laughs> so... Well, I guess we should have been talking more about that kind of thing, but there you go, odd time signatures. <laughs> Your lead singer, Mano, has a tattoo that says keep going, and he said that the reason he has this tattoo is because every once in a while, everyone in a band is faced with a moment where they seriously consider giving it up. So I'd love you guys to talk about one moment where you've hit that wall and then crashed right through it. I mean, every tour, 
there's probably a, a moment, at least in the back of everybody's mind, where that kind of happens. Or, you know, one show doesn't go well, and you think, I'm not good enough to do this. I don't have what it takes or whatever. Uh, and I think every line of work, anybody thinks that at some point in time. You know, human beings are, by their very nature, insecure. And I think it, it, it is really good to remind ourselves and each other that, yeah, like, you are fucking good enough. We all are. We all have something to say, and whether you're the best at something or not, you, you still are good enough to be doing what you want to be doing with your life. Yeah, and if that's if whatever you want to be doing makes you happy, then that's you got to just keep doing it and keep going. So if you're talking to bands that have less experience but are going through this moment, what's the one thing they immediately need to do to get through these feelings? Just go have a fucking beer together or go play a board game together or go just, like, be friends and, like, turn off worrying about whatever it is you're worrying about and, like, fucking be a band that sticks by each other rather than worrying about, like, oh, it's not going to work out for this, that, or the other reason. Like, fucking love each other and treat each other well and then fucking wake up tomorrow and work harder and it'll be great. And also, if you got a little bit of a fan base but you don't like your name... It's never too late to change your band name. A lot of people think, oh no, 200 people like my band. I can't change my band name. This is what we're known as. Doesn't matter. Change your band name already. <laughs> Some good advice. Here's what I want to know. What board game is Colorado playing together? Oh, boy. Uh, some of us are into Settlers of Catan. We've done Risk before. Uh, Menno and Nick had some pretty epic chess that one night in Amsterdam on our last Euro tour. You're a big, uh, you like the magic. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a Magic the Gathering guy. D&D. D&D, Snakes and Ladders, AD and d nerdy games, computer games. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big cards fan. Menno and I try and play Euchre as much as we can. That's a card game. Some, maybe 6% of the people listening will understand <laughs> that game, and it's great. It's the best game in the world, and those people who know that game know that that's true. Nice. All right, Colorado, thank you very much for spending some time with me on this beautiful, sunny, summery day. I'm going to end the show with the song So It Goes off your record, White Paint. I would love it if you guys could tell me a bit about that song before I bring it up. It's, uh, it's a song about uh, Menno's gr- grandfather in the uh, Dutch resistance in World War II. He was a pretty integral part in that movement and stopping uh, the Nazis from completely taking over Europe. And uh, there's a lot of love in that song towards uh, his grandfather and many grandfathers and grandmothers who did uh, services like that. Yeah, for the full story, check it out on YouTube. There's like a 10-minute long explorative explanation video mini documentary thing. Uh, Yeah, check that out. All right. Colorado, thank you very much for being on my show. Thank you, Scott. Been a pleasure. Uh,